Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking up to 2 p.m. And as promised, we are joined by my guy, J.D., John Dickinson, who covers the Warriors extensively. No better person to have on on a day like today. J.D., how you doing? What's going on, fellas? Good to be with you. Can, can you hear me all right? At, yeah, the, at yeah. the refurbished home studio <laughs> here. I, I actually... It just moved, so forgive the uh, Peloton bike and no, get after it. 24 inch screen and <laughs> and uh, boxes in, in the background here. It, it looked better to do that than to blur it all out uh, where my face is kind of moving around choppy in the screen. So mm-hmm. thanks for having me, really appreciate it. And uh, Alan, mm-hmm. hey, Watkins can claim me too, man. Yes. We we go back, we do we okay. Go back. I don't, we go I don't way think, back. I don't think we go back not, not as far, far as. Yeah. I do with you, but but we go way back. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that just means you're a friend of the show already. Yep. So good to have you on, J.D. And let's just start here. Did you see the report? Actually, I'm going to pivot a little bit. Did you see the report? We were trying to confirm it from, I guess it was Kendra Andrews saying that there was some talk about Andrew Wiggins maybe not coming into camp in the best shape. Did you see that? Is that Did that get confirmed? I, I did see the report and and I believe it. I mean, mm-hmm. I I trust Kendra's reporting uh, on that 100%. And and if you've watched the Warriors play here through this early part of the season, you can tell that that Andrew Wiggins just just hasn't been right. And anytime a player really in their prime mm-hmm. and and Wiggins is still a player that's not even 29 years old. It'll be 29 in February, I believe. It comes in and, and just looks off and looks off defensively and looks like the athleticism maybe isn't where it, it's used to being. You wonder why. And and so it's not surprising at all to, to see that some within the organization would believe that maybe he didn't have the best off season. And, and this was something that leaked out last year about clay thompson a a little bit now look clay had all the reasons in the world coming off of the the two injuries and a long run toward the nba championship in in 2022 that that the warriors won so different circumstances uh we know with clay a little bit older and coming off of the two injuries and and we all know wiggins had the the personal matter that he dealt with that kept him out until the the warriors kings playoff series back in april so he was trying to find himself then but the question was, and so much of, of what the Warriors were hoping their season could be this year was everybody from Steph, who's done it, mm-hmm. to Clay and Draymond, who really haven't to this point, and Wiggins, can they get back to that level where they were two years ago? So as far as Wiggins goes, you start to search for reasons why, and you know motivation comes into it. Is he, is he just a little too laid back? But I do think this personal issue, if he was dealing with something so heavy, to where he had to step away for as long as he did Mm -hmm. and was encouraged by his teammates to come back so they could have a shot to beat the Kings. And I I don't think they beat the Kings without him, even though he wasn't great in that series, just his presence, they needed him. But then the season ends when they get beat by the Lakers and it's all right. Well, are you, are you now back full time or are you going back to deal with personal issues that are, that are weighing you down? And I think, you know, the early returns are maybe he went back to, those personal issues that were weighing him down until training camp. And now he's of the player that's trying to work his way into shape through the first 20 games of an NBA season. And and the Warriors have not benefited from that. Mm. JD, just in general, a lot of talk. Anytime these two teams meet up, they've been, Steph's been asked. De'Aaron was asked the other day. What are your thoughts on if this thing is, is truly a rivalry or not? And what, what do you think is kind of the, the thing that makes it or doesn't make it that? 
You know, I always tend to go to what Steve Kerr says. Steve Kerr says you need multiple playoffs to make it a rivalry. So the the Warriors kind of had that, I guess, with the Rockets back in the in the day with Chris Paul and Harden. They had it obviously with LeBron and and the Cavs playing in the four straight finals. They played Portland a few times in the in the playoffs. Uh, although the Warriors pretty much dominated those series with with Dame Lillard. Uh, but I think it's as close as it could be without the multiple playoff series. I mean, I was just talking to somebody before I hopped on with you guys about uh, they, they sent me the, the, the Draymond pick from game two, where you've got all the Kings fans at, at golden one are just giving him the bird and Draymond's up on the screen as they're waiting. He's waiting in purgatory to be ejected for the, the incident with Sabonis. And, you know, he's basically like, Hey, peace, Peace, y'all. Love, love y'all. Big old smile on his face. And, you know, to me, that was the image of a, of a playoff series that was, that was full of so many. I mean, it was just an epic. It was the best playoff series of the entire playoffs. It was maybe the best playoff series that the Warriors had played in their run going wow. back to, to 2014. Now, they've got a few. I mean, Oklahoma City in 16, uh, the the Cavs series that they lost in 16, I think was it was an epic series. At least it turned out to be the Rocket series that they won in the 18 conference finals. Uh, and, and I think even the Boston series a couple of years ago was 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 right up there. Uh, you know, Memphis and some others. But I, I think it, it definitely is in the top five as far as as play. They played so many that it might be hard to make it number one for being a first round series. But it really was. You know, the young cats, you know, trying to make their trying to stake their claim and and the OGs just ha- just barely having enough to to hold them off. But I was just I was talking to somebody about you know, it was three weeks. It was just it was from the moment on that Easter Sunday where everything went down and every everybody clinched and, and you knew, all right, wh- who was it going to be? And and, you know, it was about three o'clock on that Sunday afternoon on Easter Sunday. And I was like, wow, it's going to be Warriors Kings. It was three full weeks yeah. until basically three o'clock on that Sunday afternoon when when Steph went to fifth went for fifty and and eliminated the Kings of just nonstop chaos. Yep. The lead up was chaos for five <laughs> days. I mean, the post game after every game Nuts. was chaos. I mean, it was it was it was like it was meant to be for those two franchises to be so close, but to never be good at the same time, and and just to kind of empty it all out and lay it all out. I mean, it was, it was truly phenomenal. Maybe I'm a little biased because of my ties to, to both markets and growing up in Sacramento and, and spending the last 12 years in the Bay predominantly covering the Warriors. But, but for me, I mean, it went from maybe no rivalry to hell. Yeah. It's a rivalry pretty, <laughs> right. pretty fast. And now they, you know, they play each other basically every other game. So, I mean, how could it not be <laughs> talking to JD, John Dickinson, who covers the Warriors and JD real quick on the Kendra Andrews. I wasn't questioning Kendra's report. We were trying sure. to confirm that she said it because the, all these different, accounts had said per Kendra then we went to her account and we didn't see it yet so we didn't know if it was said on TV or anything like that so we know Kendra does great work but we were trying to confirm that she said it not that what she said was true or not yeah no no no. and my my inclinations and I'm I'm just bringing it up as I'm talking to you guys right Mm -hmm. now I mean I I had seen 
some of uh, not an aggregation, but I had seen some, I, I guess it was kind of a, it was kind of a, a, a low budget aggregation of some, some people who'd screenshotted right. uh, <laughs> portions of her article, basically the old bootleg version yeah, of the right. aggregation. I'm just <laughs> right. going to screenshot it and throw it on Twitter. But uh, no. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking through it right now and yeah, she does kind of break down every little piece mm. of what was going on mm. with the warriors and why they haven't, you know, why they haven't been, you know, off to the start. And so, yeah, no, it, it absolutely, uh, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It, it absolutely is true. I'm, I'm reading the report just as we're talking here. So no, she, she did write it and yeah. it, yeah. So I, and I, I, again, I trust her, her right. reporting on a hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Talking to JD, John Dickinson, who covers the Warriors. JD, with all that being said, you have this coming out now from Kendra Andrews. You have yesterday with Clay Thompson. We're calling it a Tapatio Tuesday with Clay Thompson and Tim Kawakami. The Warriors get a chance to play, and don't hate me, Sacramento Kings fans, little brother. Do you think that the Warriors use games like this, specifically against the Kings, as maybe a reset button or a palate cleanser. If we can just beat the Kings, who that's kind of our home, right? We come back home and we 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 beat the Kings, and then we can get rolling again. Do you think there's a lot on the Warriors, or they feel there's a lot on them to win this game and kind of hit that reset? Because, hey, throughout Steph's time, we've handled the Kings. So let's do that and keep going. If you lose to the Kings, with everything going on, you really got some problems. Yeah, I, I, I think it's they're hoping that. Mm-hmm. I think they're hoping that the Kings get them right because for whatever reason, as talented as the Kings are, the Warriors have suddenly had their number a little right. bit. I mean, even in that weird preseason game where the, the Kings dominated and then the Warriors decided that was going to be the night they were going to play their starters down the stretch. The yeah. only time they did that and the Kings did too. And, and the Warriors had that rally where Curry went off and, and they stole that game on the, on the Curry three. I mean, never have I ever put any stock in anything that happens in the preseason, but that was the first moment, believe it or not, where I was like, damn, like, is there something going on here where like the Warriors are taking all of these games against the Kings, like yeah. their game seven and, and extremely personal. And so, uh, you know, that, and then to steal the game at, at chase and uh, w- when the Kings played there without De'Aaron Fox, mm-hmm. the Kings probably should have won that game. So, uh, I mean, I, I do think the Warriors and I've seen this uh, and Alan, I know, you know, like we've seen this through time, you know, the Warriors will play a team mm-hmm. that, that will step to big brother basically. Mm-hmm. And the Warriors will beat them. And what has happened, and and this did happen with Portland, it did happen with the Clippers, it did happen with the Rockets, I do think it even happened with, I mean, Oklahoma City completely came apart at the seams because Kevin Durant left, but we've seen that some of the teams that the Warriors in their heyday would play in playoff series, and they would come back and then all of a sudden they would just never be able to beat the Warriors Mm -hmm. in any meaningful game, and so I, it, I think it's too early to say that's what's going on with the Warriors and the Kings. But if the Warriors don't play well tonight, or if maybe the Kings play a little bit nervous, because that that's the thing I would wonder from the Kings side of it is like, look, the Kings were brash and hey, we're good and we're going to beat these guys. And, but they were also, I think when they did get beat, they, they, they were very much acknowledging of, Hey, these guys are champions and it wasn't quite our time yet, but our time's coming and right. it's, and it's coming next year. And so when you, when you feel that way and then 
you can't still quite get over the hump, even in, in some regular season games where some things get a little weird. I wonder if the Kings start to wonder, hey, uh, you know, are these guys in our heads a, a, a little bit? Mm-hmm. And so maybe tonight's a tell on that. But when you separate from all of that, I think, look, playing, the, I mean, these two teams playing each other three times in such short order, right. I would be stunned if either team won all three. So, I mean, last year it was kind of the same thing. The, the, nobody really knew early in the year how good the Kings were, although they were playing pretty good basketball. But the Warriors got the better of them the first two times. They played the third time in Sacramento right around this time, a couple weeks earlier, I think. And and the Kings beat them in a, in a very similar game to a lot of the games that we've seen played between these, te- these teams the last couple of years. So, you know, that being said, the Warriors are healthy. Mm-hmm. Draymond's back off a of suspension. And so I do think independent of the Kings, I think it's just coincidence that it happens to be Sacramento where, Oh, all of a sudden everybody's back and full go and Draymond's back. But I, I do think they're looking at, all right, disappointing start, you know, after the six and two disappointing kind of middle stretch. Mm-hmm. Now tonight they've had, they've had three days off like the Kings have. It's kind of go time. I think the Warriors do believe tonight's go time, but if they don't win or they don't play well, then they're going to be looking in the mirror and and they're going to be looking in the mirror from a position of multiple games under 500. And that's where in the Bay, it starts to think, is it it going to be like last year where they're basically touting themselves as nobody's going to want to play us and we're going to make our run and everything's going to be fine. And like they swore up and down throughout the off season and throughout the preseason that this year wasn't going to be like last year, the first eight games, they showed it. Last couple weeks starting to feel a little bit like last year with and and this you know ESPN report obviously I think only compounds that there's added pressure. Clay Thompson's clearly frustrated. Like all of these things add pressure as they approach what what could be their their last real run. And they don't have that guy in DC to blame it on or a punch to blame it on this year, JD. But I'm not going to get into that today. We gotta let we gotta let you go, JD. John Dickinson. John, thank you so much for joining us. I will see you tonight at the game. We'll catch up. Yeah, thanks for having me. We'll see you all tonight. Anytime. All righty. That was J.D. John Dickinson, super reporter, insider for the Warriors, covering the Warriors for a very long time extensively. Great stuff from J.D. as always. Got to get to a break. When we get back, we will have our Truck Smart Drive of the Week. We want to hear from you. 916-339-1140. Siles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Thank you again to J.D. John Dickinson, who covers the Warriors. Great stuff. You know, JD's your guy. JD's my guy. Yeah. I gave a little poke at the end with the Jordan pool. Yeah. But I didn't want to go, you know, too far. We'll have JD back on. He does great stuff. And it is time now for our Truck Smart Drive of the Week. And it is brought to you by Truck Smart, your premium retailer and installer of truck and SUV accessories for over 30 years. Your truck's going to love them. So you have how many today? Three. Got three. We of have them today. three today. We're going to play all three yep. and decide who is your truck smart driver. Yeah, can't lie. It was a, it was a bad week for for drives of the week. There wasn't a lot of great play. You know, as we know, it's the season of backup quarterbacks. And so uh, mm-hmm. the plays, the big plays definitely showed itself, which is why our first play isn't even going to be from a winning team, but it is going to be the longest touchdown of the I know weekend. What this is. Look. We were talking the other day about nobody wanting to watch the Raiders and yeah, the Chiefs yeah. on this half of the country. Well, if you if they didn't put that on, you would have never seen 
this awesome 63-yard touchdown run from Josh Jacobs to give the Raiders a 14-0 lead in the second quarter. Josh Jacobs. Oh, he's got the big hole. He's into the secondary. They can't get him. You can kiss him goodbye. Touchdown. Touchdown, Raiders. 63 yards. Just nuts. What a, what a, what a good start for the Raiders. 14-0. Uh, and that was about as good as it got for uh, for our friends in Las Vegas. Yeah. Two-play, 77-yard drive. That's great. But that was the last time uh, the Raiders really were in control of that game. Chiefs scored on the following drive. They tied it up by halftime. And uh, at the end of that one, I don't think the Raiders scored again. I, I, don't, I don't know that they did. And Josh Jacobs... Really interesting situation. Yeah. Not the talk whole about thing out was, of shape. A lot of people are saying he was out of shape. Yeah, you know, he went through the contract stuff this off season. Right, and, he didn't know where he was going to yeah. play. And Josh Jacobs, one of those kind of interesting cases at Alabama, didn't play that much at Alabama. Yep. Uh, very kind of similar to a Devin Booker situation yep. where he started to flourish after. What we're seeing now with Najee Harris, shout out Antioch High, is that that might have helped Josh Jacobs. Yep. He doesn't have that many miles on him. Mm-hmm. He might be one of because he plays in Vegas, might be one of the most underrated running backs yep. in the league. Led the NFL in rushing last year yeah. and still hasn't gotten paid for it. So. And if you ask five to ten people who led the league in rushing last year, I don't think anybody no. would say Josh Jacobs. No, I don't think anybody would either. Uh, our next one, these, these guys are just in it every single week, and it's not just because we're affiliated. It's because they keep having ridiculous touchdowns, including this 28-yard touchdown. As Brandon IU called it, a dot from Brock Purdy uh, to seal the game on Thursday uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. Here's how it sounded. Check the motion man. Purdy scans. There's Ayuk in the middle to the end zone. Touchdown. And there it is. They go up top. And Brandon Ayuk. There you go. Yeah. 28 yards. It was a uh, six-play, 64-yard touchdown drive. And uh, it really sealed. I mean, that game really wasn't out of hand, out of the Niners' hands at any point, but that that throw really sealed the game. And uh, I gotta agree with Ayuk that that was a dot. Purdy had to squeeze yeah. it in. There was defenders in the front side of him, defenders on the back side, and he just threw it right where that ball needed to be. And uh, again, uh, what you call it a uh, a buster? What a, a hater breaker? Hater breaker. That's yes. what it was. Yes. Another hater breaker throw from uh, <laughs> from our guy Brock Purdy. We'll hate man. That's like an art form. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you watch it at first, you're thinking, oh, Ayuk was open. Then you watch it again, you say, oh, not really. No, not at all. That could have gone terribly (laughs) wrong. And Brock Purdy, he really does it. Didn't even hesitate. I cannot wait for the game this week. Yeah, and this uh, this next, this third... Uh, contestant is 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 not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna be a tough one to beat. When you had the the game of the week and the game that everybody apparently wanted to see mm-hmm. in the Eagles and the Bills, uh, back and forth, high scoring game went into overtime. And of course, for everyone who saw it, the game ended on this Jalen Hurts touchdown scramble. First and ten at the twelve. First and ten at the twelve. Hurts in the gun. Swift to his left. Three receivers left. Now Swift goes in motion. Hurts on a quarterback draw. He's at the five. He's in. Touchdown. The Eagles win. Hurts does it again. Oh, my God. Hurts does it again. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? He's amazing. Yo, there's a party at Lincoln Financial Field. Boom. Yeah. It's going to be tough to beat. Nine plays, 75 yards for a game. Like, you know, the Eagles, they don't win. uh, They don't win pretty, but they sure do win. And 
you know, Jalen Hurts hasn't had the most spectacular MVP caliber season, but mm-hmm. he's he's firmly at the top of it for for runs like that. When when the Eagles need a play, more times than not, they're going to look for Jalen Hurts to uh, to push his way into the end zone. Sometimes quite literally. Chris, so, yes, I ma'am. think of your voice every time now. Whenever the Eagles are doing this, I just think of Chris yeah. saying it's another disgusting, ugly win <laughs> yep. for the Eagles. And so Simone actually you. texts us that after every <laughs> Eagles game. Yep, I'm going to. It's going to be my tradition now. They yeah. just, I mean, they continue to win ugly and uh, for some reason just can't can't make an aesthetically pleasing football game. So no. Wow. Those are your three nominees for the Truck Smart Drive of the Week. Text line, of course, you know where we're located, so we're seeing yeah, a, lot a lot of, of Niner action here. But I got to go with Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts might be one of the best designed runner quarterbacks, running quarterbacks we've seen. He really doesn't scramble. He's not a scrambler. It's so weird. Like He's not very quick. Oh, no. It's like, uh, yeah, because you would call him a running quarterback still, but it's definitely more in the spirit of like Josh Allen. And he's more of a power back, if anything. That's what they tried to do with Trey Lance. Basically, Jalen Hurts built like that. Jalen Hurts is what Tra- Trey Lance was supposed to be. Yes, long throws, yep. right, yep. and running the football. Yep, a lot of explosive plays and a lot, yeah, pretty much just moving. Wow, getting first downs. And Jalen Hurts has been incredible. Those are your three nominees for the Truck Smart Drive of the Week. And uh, I, I think it's just it's too tough to to beat a game winner, a walk off. And yeah. it's a high-scoring game. It's not like it was that Chiefs-Eagles game last week where it was a just a disgusting, beat-it-up game right, and there right. was one big touchdown. That was a barn burner back and forth. Maybe Josh Allen had his best game of the season, and it didn't matter. It so I'm, I'm going to have to give it to Jalen Hurts and that touchdown run for the win. There you go. I'm going with Jalen Hurts as well. Simone, who are you going with? I don't want to say it. <laughs> You're going with No, Jaylen. I'm going to go okay. with Ayuk because he helped me win fantasy football. Boom. Thank you so much. Wow, there you there go. You go. I really shallow. I, yeah, <laughs> nice little throwaway <laughs> vote. It's I am right. iceberg cold right here. I cannot win a game. You know who <laughs> messed me up was Justin Jefferson. He went down <laughs> like, yeah. and some buys and happened. Both. And I was, I was six and I was rolling. And now I'm six about six. six and five, something <laughs> like that. So shout out to Ayuk, shout out to Jalen Hurts, and we will see both of them yep. this weekend. Can't wait for that game. Can't wait. That was your Truck Smart Drive of the Week, brought to you by Truck Smart, your premium retailer and installer of truck and SUV accessories for over 30 years. Your trucks gonna love them. Mm-hmm. All right. Keys to the game. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Keys to the game. I mean, you know, first off, gotta stop Steph. Get the ball out of his hands. Yeah. And let slow let me, down, Steph. I should say. Let me stop. get. Let me get. Let me get. Let Mister Twenty Five Percent shoot threes, Andrew Wiggins, <laughs> and let me and foul Mister Fifty Six. You know what? I just thought of this. Huh. Crumble cookies. Okay, the Kings. They need to foul Andrew Wiggins Ooh. to get the crowd some cookies. Let's let's uh, let's do this without even having an official title sponsor. Let's mm-hmm. do the Crumble Cookie Crumbler of the game. <laughs> I don't know. That'd I don't be know. for the other team. The cr- yeah, who's going to be the person who gives crumble cookies to to the uh, to the arena tonight? I don't think the city of Sacramento. I guess you know with what Kendra Andrews just dropped. I think there is something wrong. So I shouldn't say wrong. There's something going on with Andrew Wiggins. Yep. and it's been like that for a while now, and they've tried to power through whatever it is. The Kings they could have some awful luck, right? And I know that's what you're afraid of. I don't think Andrew Wiggins figures it out tonight. And I hope yeah. that we don't have to get on these airways after a 25 piece from Andrew Wiggins. But I just don't see it. 
I don't see it. Talking with JD did make me a little bit more nervous. I felt like pretty confident for the first three due. hours. It's more just there's a lot of like Warriors. It does seem like they almost have to get right tonight before they like. I think JD even said, "quote unquote," look at themselves in the mirror yeah. and have a real conversation. Telling, but that's how I came in yeah. this more. This is what yeah. I've been saying for the last couple of days. Yeah. and it makes that that part does me, make me nervous. The level of desperation from from what the Warriors could be experiencing tonight is a scary proposition from the, for the Kings. It has because nothing to do with in season tournament. It's got nothing to do with the in season tournament. It's just the fact that the Warriors are really struggling and and yeah, they're about to find themselves on multiple games behind five hundred. That's you know when when you're a when you're a, a a wounded animal like the Kings had the Warriors last year in the playoffs or like you can just say in general the Warriors are a little mm-hmm. bit of a wounded animal right now. That's usually when animals tend to have the most scrap and right. they're not going to go down easy. And so that that's the part that makes me nervous is that this Warrior team is gonna play with a level of desperation that may, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that the Kings haven't seen before because I think they saw it in game three of the playoffs last year, but it's just going to be a different beast that you would normally come against. Is a is a really experienced, veteran-laden team that's also really desperate. And at the same time, they can still rest on their laurels of we've already beat the Kings. So totally. even if they lose yep. – they, the sky would be falling, but they can always hide behind. Well, we already beat them twice. Yeah, so the it's Warriors, tough to beat a team three times. Right, the Warriors are in stuff. a they, – they're in a – they like where they're at right now, but yeah. they really want to get this W and hit that reset button. Got to get to a break. When we get back, yeah, it's time. And we got the dog bed because we never played it after they beat the – Right, Pelicans the or the Timberwolves on Friday. The Timberwolves. So we'll have the dog bed. It's your dogs of the game. Get them in, 916-339-11. Four zero Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. You know what time it is. It's one thirty-two to be official. Thirty more minutes with you as we get you ready for Kings Warriors in season tournament. Winner goes to the knockout round. The- Loser, it gets confusing. Mm. Actually, lose right because you know what? I haven't. I don't even know if we want to get into it. The wild card stuff. Yeah, so I don't what is think that? anybody in the Kings group would be able to get the wild card, if I'm not mistaken. Again, I'm getting most of my information from the great Brendan Nunez uh, and his article on Sacktown Sports. Uh, I believe nobody is in line to get the wild card because the Phoenix Suns have like a plus 36, a plus okay. 34 right now in their uh, in their point differential, and they didn't win their group. So okay. that's going to be a, just a tough point differential to try and eclipse. Every uh, One team from each conference gets a wild card. With spot. the highest point yes. differential. The, the highest non-one seed, if that makes sense. So, you know, there's three groups. Mm-hmm. One team wins every group. The highest of the two seeds is the only wild card from each conference. Okay. So there's going to be four teams from each conference making it through to the elimination round. Well, Kings won't have to worry about that. Just got to win. Because they'll get the real deal. It is time for the dog of the game. It is time for your dog segments. We see the tech. We see the calls. We see the YouTube chat. We're going to start with the people. Here you go. 916-339-1140. If you want to be a part of the conversation, 209 says Kings will attack the rim tonight. Come on. 707 says my dog is Malik Monk. He's going to bring that attitude we need to finally get Ooh. over the warrior hump. That is from the 707. Uh-oh. We got a call. 
916-339-1140. It's Willie. Okay. And Willie wants to be a part of the I'm conversation. Cool Willie. Willie, what you got for us? Who's the dog? Who is your dog for tonight? Is it Harrison Barnes, Willie? No, it's always Malik Monk, man. That's my boy. Let me tell you, if the Kings don't resign Malik, they're going to lose a whole lot of fans. You hear what I'm saying, yeah. man? Yep. Malik Monk, to me, what it's, it's Fox and Malik. Okay, everybody trying to build up Murray. Murray going to be a good player, to, you know, when his time comes. He's a young guy. He's learning the game. He still don't know don't know how to post up. He don't know how to know how to draw fouls. Mm-hmm. He's worrying about three. But he's got to learn the game. But Monk the game, man. Monk, I mean, man, Monk, Monk is the most exciting guy on that team to me, mm-hmm. okay? I mean, I love the Kings. But let, 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 me, let me go down my list real quick because I know y'all – Styles and Watkins and Simone. I know y'all got y'all got people on hold. Y'all hold what you got for us? Give, give Simone some props. Hey, I miss Karen Davis. I'm telling you, man, Duarte, you know, everybody talks about, you know, I don't know why they, they, they got rid of Terrence and brought in Duarte. That's one thing. Okay, um, let me go on. Mm-hmm. This Warriors team, this ain't Durant and Iguodala, man. This is, we should be beating this team. We should have beat them. The last two games, we lost on three-point shots. Last shot of the game, uh, 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 Steph hit one over over uh, over, uh, over, uh, over over the little guard, uh, and they- then my, my man hit one over over Davion uh, yeah. uh, Clay. Clay. We shouldn't have lost either one of those games. We made mistakes down the stretch. We should have won both those games. And then I gotta say this about my boy Domas. Domas, I love Domas. But Domas got to make the refs want to give him a call. Man, all that crying and, you know, my man Brandon elbowed him in the face and he just, I mean, his dad would have never took that crap. His dad, I've seen his dad when I was young, man. His dad was a a bull. His dad wouldn't have took that crap. And what, let me ask you this, man. Why does all the guards have more rebounds than, than HB? I, I knew oh, no. I knew you weren't getting out of here without HB. No, but, I, but I'm just asking. I don't understand that. I and, and and last thing, Gabe Vincent. Remember Gabe Vincent? Yes. Was with Miami last year. Yeah. He's with the Lakers. Wasn't he in the Kings training camp a couple years ago? He wasn't he in the G League, Kings G League. He was. He was. How, now, how did they not see that talent, man? I don't get it. I don't get it. I hear you, Willie. Really All right, sad. Willie. Thanks for the call, Willie. We'll talk to Willie again I soon. I want Willie to be my uncle so bad. <laughs> Just so, like, like that Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving conversation with Willie would be top, top notch. Yes, yeah. it would have to be. <laughs> All right, Caesar 916 on the text line. Sabonis is going to be my dog for the game. I like that. Yeah. I like that because he needs it. CK 916, 38-burger. From Fox wow. tonight. Wow. Tonight. Ep- Epic Air Bands. Won't has- go 40, though? Yeah. Come on. Just Fox, 38? Sabonis, Monk, all need to be dogs. Get 30 or more. Team follows, and that's a wrap. Wow. Okay. Let's go with Simone's handling phones right now. Let's go with Chris. Yep. Who's your dog? I'm going to pick my dog today. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, of course, is is going to be my dog. But I'm actually – I'm going to go with uh, with a secondary dog. And, and I'm okay. just going to go with this because De'Aaron feels like the obvious one. And he, he's always going to have big nights regardless. Mm-hmm. Let's go Trey Lyles. Let's go with my guy, wow. Trey. We're going Trey, to Trey, Trey Bay. Standing returned. up. I've got to. I've got to talk about my guy. 
Uh, he's been great since returning from injuries, knocked down some threes. He's also been huge hitting the glass, seven and eight boards uh, in his two games so far. And in that Warriors series last year, he was really, really good. He wasn't incredible. He wasn't dominant. He wasn't good enough to maybe crack the starting lineup when the Kings might have needed an extra little pop. But mm -hmm. he was good. He was solid. And uh, I think all the Kings really need from him is to be uh, a guy who comes in, knocks down a couple threes, doesn't have to be incredible, he doesn't have to be lights out, knocks down a couple threes and gets rebounds and and just really brings a physical presence as well. We saw Trey uh, take a, or a try and take a charge the other game as well. That's not something that a lot of guys on the team are willing to do. I love Trey Lyles. I've made my, my, my feelings for that man known. Uh, that Trey's going to have 15 plus tonight. And he's going to hit three threes as well. I think this, this is the first 15 home game. plus. This is his first home game back as well. That's right. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. He's going to get big pop when he first checks in as well. It's going to be good. going to be a good Trey Lyles night. All right. Okay. Yep. Let's go with Simone. Are you ready? You got your dog ready? I am ready. I regrettably didn't get to hear your guys' dogs. Would you mind just sharing those? I didn't really say quick? mine yet. Okay. Mine was Trey. All right. All right, Trey. Guys, my Portland compadre <laughs> is going to be off the porch and biting the elderly out of the Bay Area tonight. I am taking Demonta Sabonis wow. for my dog, wow. dog of the game. It is time. It is, it is finally time because, look. Oh. I don't think I knew he was born in Portland. It makes sense. I mean, you know, that's yeah, where his know. dad was playing. But, of course, Simone, the true Portlandian, she, she's <laughs> got right. us covered. That's right. Well, you know, Brickford, sometimes you yeah, got to. Yeah, Brickford. You Brickford. Know, like, can't always brick, you know. <laughs> you don't, you know, Simone has information, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> doesn't have that uh, Charizard card. <laughs> that's, I'm sorry. Is that too soon? Trauma, it's, trauma. it's too soon. All right. For me, I'm going to go. Willie took my dog because I always go with Malik Muck <laughs> in primetime games. But Got I'm going to. I was telling Chris, I can be very particular about things. Yep. And now that I can't take Malik, you took De'Aaron. Uh, no, I took a, Trey. I took Trey. Okay. I took Trey. De'Aaron's a great one. De'Aaron, but De'Aaron is it's too easy it's too for me. Easy. Like, of course, oh, oh, good job you picked De'Aaron. He had 30 tonight. Right. Does that really right. count? Yeah. You know what? What? With no Keegan. Okay. okay. You know where I'm going. Oh. We're going to keep, he's going to keep Steph under 30. Okay. And he's going to score about 24 himself. Ooh. And we're going to hear that song okay. that we hear when Kevin Herter yeah. makes it three. That's who I got. Love it. That's who I got. K9 mm -hmm. dog. That's right. And, you know, you need it because you're missing that offense from Keegan. You're missing that defense. And I would say a mini dog out here in these streets, somebody who didn't play. I know we talked about Davion earlier. Is Sasha. Sasha. I thought you were going to say mini dog Davion. I was like, come on, man. Don't bring, I, I don't bring I would, hide into no, this. I would school. not do that to my own brethren. <laughs> I would not Thought. do that. I would. Okay. We got to get to a break. When we get back, more Kings suck, more Niners talk. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins taking up to 2 p.m. The Drive Guys with Henry Turner filling in for our Whitey Gleason. That is coming up at 2, so you won't want to miss that. And they're, they are they are on location. Yeah. Okay, the manifestation on location. They are getting it popping yep. for you. Getting you ready 
for Kings Warriors. Call in. Early scouting report. That's right. Call in. You got 15 more minutes. Call in. 916-339-1140. If you're going to be at the game, call in. Let us know how excited you are. If you're going to be watching it on the television or listening here at Sacktown Sports, let us know what you want to see. We'll still take dogs. Okay? We'll still take dogs. You want to let us know who your dog of the game will be? Let us know. Now, the question is, the mindset of the Kings going into this game. We've talked to John Dickinson, longtime Warriors reporter, who does a great job for them out there in the Bay Area. We talked about the mindset of the Warriors. They're up against it, but the mindset of the Kings. Because you can't, as much as we've said this is a big deal, and me and you talking into mics can say it's a big deal, and people on social media can say a big deal, and fans can say it's a big deal, you can't put too much on this game if yeah. you are the Kings because, uh, well, you got a game tomorrow, yes. right? So if things regardless don't, of what regardless, happens. Yeah. so you don't want this to snowball, and you know it's almost as if if somebody has a cold, right? Right now the Warriors have a cold, and the Warriors want to hand that cold. You know, when somebody a lot of times it feels like when somebody gives you a cold, they start to feel better, right? Right, or they're on the they're on the upswing yeah. ever since. They've accidentally given you a cold. You don't want the Warriors to give you what they got. Yeah. Okay? Because that is not a position you want to be in. So, even if that happens, if the Kings aren't able to get that W, Mike Brown is in a position where he has to explain, you know, get this team revved up. But also, guys, I know it's in-season tournament. It's also still just one out of 82. Mm-hmm. And I know so, it's Warriors, too. And I know it's Warriors, but it's yeah. one out of 82. You got the Clippers in here tomorrow. Exactly. So th- it'll be interesting to see how he balances. For it's sure. a big game. Be ready. But we can't put all of our eggs in this basket. Yeah, it's it's a really tough line to balance. And I think, you know, listening to the guys yesterday, and of course they were given the the typical, you know, athlete answer of, you know, next game it's one of 82 it's all that stuff and it's one thing to say it it's another thing to you know when when they enter the arena tonight when they're lacing up their shoes that little jolt of adrenaline that you get when it's like oh we're playing the warriors today. yeah and it's on espn and, and it's at home and it's at home and it's in season t- like all those things are, are gonna come to you eventually it's about trying to harness all of it. I mean, these guys have played in playoff series against each other. There's a huge familiarity between these two teams. That's no secret. So you would think that the emotions should be in control, but mm-hmm. there is an element of, you know, this is the in-season tournament, which is the first time it's happened. There is a bit of newness to where I don't know if anyone really does know how to nav- how to navigate the proper emotions of what you should be going into tonight. I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, it's, it's like we said earlier, it's kind of a team-by-team basis how much importance you want to put on the in-season tournament. And I think the Kings definitely would love to win it, but I think it's clear by Keegan not going tonight. You know, it's not the end of the world if they don't make it. They're still going to play the 82 games. It doesn't right. matter. Like, it's it's at the end of the day, it doesn't kill them. And so, of course, they're going to go into, win, go into tonight trying their absolute best to win it. They definitely do care about the in-season tournament, but – you know, at the end of the day, like you said, and like you pointed out yesterday, what they can't have is them lose tonight, whether it be a blowout or a heartbreak, and let it affect tomorrow's game mm-hmm. against the Clippers, or let it affect, and then let that snowball into Saturday. You've got Denver coming, and then you have, you know, an, a a team that's scrappy in the Brooklyn Nets after that as well to finish the homestand. You don't want right. one game to end up 
somehow snowballing to an 0-4 homestand or a 1-3 homestand or anything like that. After you just did so well on the road. So I think that that is a huge thing, and that's why Mike Brown is reigning coach of the year, right? right? And hopefully – you know, he's able to to get these guys in the right mindset, whether it's a win or a loss. 916-339-1140. Let's go to the phone lines. Tyrone wants to talk some Kings. What's up, Tyrone? You're on Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Hey, how you guys doing? Great. We're good. What you got for us? Hey, I got a, just a message for the fans tonight. I know there's going to be a lot of fans. I know Draymond is playing. When, he, when he's announced, when he comes on the floor, say nothing. Don't boo him. Don't make – let the place be absolute silent. He's – he thrives on the boos and the yells. So just be silent. That's super interesting. That is that is actually a really good I don't think idea. you can get 18,000 people to out and keep calling in, in Tyrone. That's yeah, good stuff. That's a great that's a great idea in theory, yeah. right? If we can get, like, Remember cheer cards dances, passed out or right, something. Flash yeah. dances. How do you organize yeah. something like that? Because I think it would throw them off. It would definitely throw them off. It's a silence treatment after somebody hits, you know, a dude hits their first home run. Right. And they ignore him, and then they, they right. give they it a couple minutes. Right. Yeah. But I think it would throw them off. Definitely. And less realistic are Kings fans doing that. But I will take what Tyrone said in that – Draymond feeds off of he being the villain. Feeds off of it, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he he thrives on it, and that's why, like you said earlier, like you don't believe that he's gonna try and be, you know, the the ultimate good Samaritan tonight mm-hmm. because that's just part of who he like. He almost needs to have that fire to kind of play the way he does. He can't play tame because mm-hmm. a lot of what he does so well is all built off like the reason why he has the energy to, you know, rebound sometimes and, and play good defense is yeah. because it's all fueled through hatred and through trying to get <laughs> an emotion out of the crowd. Like, I really do th- – or I think he does really – it's not even about hatred. It is more that <laughs> – He sounds it's, like – It's more that like he a, really like a does. bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is more just that he really does love <laughs> – He loves – he loves hate is more yeah. what it is. He loves the hatred. He right. feels – off of hatred and so yeah it is interesting it's an interesting thought experiment for sure it's just i don't know if yeah unless we can get the uh the 1140 twitter account to mobilize uh, all the fans in the arena it'd just be tough to do it would right it would it would start it would definitely start there yeah right and then that would hopefully snowball but I, i'm not yeah i'm not i'm, I'm not too sure how Draymond would react to it. I think it would definitely throw him for a loop. Yeah. And you know, I love my eight mile, right? <laughs> if, if, you know, once you told Papa Doc everything, Papa Doc had nothing to say. Right. Right. But I think that ultimately Draymond would always find a way. Oh, of course. To, yeah. To motivate himself. And I'm, I'm just going to keep saying it. Just please, for all that is good and great in this world, don't let Draymond hit a three. Don't let him. Just don't, just don't let him. Don't hit a let three. him hit a three. Don't let him. You know. Yeah. Don't don't let him do any. Definitely don't let him score above ten. Like right. Because again, that's the thing that could be the killer for the Kings tonight is just letting the other guys get into a rhythm. Like you know, Steph is going to do what Steph does. But the the way that this team could kill you is this, is is if everybody else gets confidence as well. Because right. you talk about yeah, Clay is a little shaken up. Wiggins is a little bit shaken up. Draymond hasn't played in the last five games. Those are three really big key contributors that you want to keep 
you want to keep them all obviously not going, but you, you don't want multiple of those guys figuring it out on one night. You know, no. you can you can maybe deal with Wiggins, you know, feeling himself a little bit, but you can't have Clay also hitting down threes and Draymond feeling good. Like you, you have to try and limit the other guys as well as much as possible. Yeah. Nine one six three three nine one one four zero. Tyrone's got wants some more. What's up, Tyrone? <laughs> yeah, I got this connected earlier. I had one more thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'm not the coach. I know Coach Brown's got all together. But I'd like to see Mitchell covering Curry. I thought he did a really good job in the playoffs on defense. Even if he's not scoring, put the defense on him. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I think that's a good call. And Two great points. I think it's really a great call as much as – as much as Mike Brown has said that Herter has done a good job on mm-hmm. Steph as well, it's a little bit different when you have Keegan yeah. offensively. If you don't have Keegan offensively, can you really afford to have Kevin Herter, not just Keegan offense? If you don't have yeah. Keegan on the floor, can you really afford to have Kevin Herter running around with Steph defensively right. and still expect him to score at the clip that you need Great offensively. I'm looking at Davion Mitchell yep. and I'm looking at Chris Duarte. Chris, you got six fouls. Use them. Use them wisely. All of them. Hopefully not within the first three minutes right. like a couple games ago, but use them wisely on Steph. Same with Davion. And because Kevin, obviously, we're gonna need your offense tonight mm-hmm. with no Keegan Murray. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great call. I think uh, I'd see, I'd expect to see a lot of Davion tonight and probably Duarte as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. with Keegan not being out there, you're right. The Kings are gonna need Herder shooting, and we saw already the, earlier this year what against the Warriors, mm-hmm. what guarding uh, Steph ended up doing for Keegan's offense on the other side. Like he, he just didn't have his legs, and mm-hmm. it's really tough to ask to being asked to guard the guy who moves the most in the NBA and Steph, and then on the other end, still be able to have your legs to run across screens and hit, you know, leaning threes. It's it's a really, really tough ask. And so, yeah, I would expect to see Davion and Duarte on on Steph tonight as, as much as possible. And uh, I also just saw this stat here, had to throw it in before we get out of here. De'Aaron Fox is leading the in-season tournament in points per game at 39 and a half. 39 and a half. Two games. He's only played in two of the three in-season tournament games, but De'Aaron is averaging 39 and a half points per game right now in the in-season tournament. That's almost insane. That's he's almost averaging as much as Andrew Wiggins' free throw percentage. <laughs> well, almost, 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 almost. He's averaging. He's averaging. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, De'Aaron's because I don't want to poke the bear. No, Andrew's probably listening here. I don't want to poke the bear. We broadcast in the arena. Yeah, I don't want to poke the bear, and then Andrew shows up tonight. I'm telling you, man, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it either. I really don't. Like, it's almost too good of a, it's too perfect of a story for for the Warriors to really just like everything comes together. Of course, the day they play the Kings, Draymond comes back. It's just, it's too perfect. One of them, it'll be Steph and either Clay or Andrew, but not all three. It hasn't happened all season. And I, and I'm, I'm telling you, it will not happen. We will get that Warriors beam tonight. All right. We got to get out of here. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Simone. Thank you, Chris. I'm Alan. We got to get out of here. Drive guys are up next with Henry Turner, the high flyer in for Whitey Gleason. And of course, Kyle Draper getting you ready two to six. The drive guys getting you ready for Kings Warriors. Thank you for listening to Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. 